0: Welcome to this episode of TETLINK in Conversation. I'm Eddie Grant, a Director at Technical Connection. During our conversations, we seek to review the topical bulletins published on TETLINK, our knowledge management tool, for all things tax, trusts, pensions, and much, much more. Today, we're doing something slightly different. Across the profession, there are many people going beyond diploma and even going beyond chartered. Several universities have master's qualifications and students have undertaken significant research. Our interview today explores the research, its findings, but also the journey. I'm delighted to be joined by Paul Johnson, who completed his dissertation in September 2021. Hello, Paul. Thanks for joining us today. How are you?
1: I'm good, Eddie. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, not, not too bad, not too ah. bad um so uh, thank you for sharing a copy of your research in advance uh, i noticed it's uh, focused on uh, property as a retirement strategy um uh, how how did you sort of get to decide to do that s- subject
1: um well one of the, my role is head of mortgages at st james's place and- Okay strange as it seems over the years uh, a lot of questioning from advisors clients friends family on on the i think it is a common debate on well you, you know I want to invest in property as my pension plan is is that the best advice uh and it's um, you got deviations of it so you you know you know property is better than a pension or vice versa and, and I've always been quite, how can I say, um, straight that, you know, your pension is your best option because of tax advantages. So for me, it, it was a bit of, I had a lot of interest in it. That that was the key thing. And you could say, you know, I just wanted to get uh, an understanding because going back to an advisor, well, you've not explained the tax consequences properly isn't good enough in, in my opinion. So I did have a, a real, I'd say burning need, but I really wanted to understand what the, the you know what the reasons are why somebody chose to invest in property longer term instead of what I felt was you know a very tax-efficient vehicle. So you know my logic you know, keeps on saying to me, you've got to go in a pension, but why were people going into property? What, what was the key drivers behind them doing that? So. And I felt the dissertation give me a chance to really dig, dig deep into it and possibly change my mind um, and invariably try and help people to get a more balanced view of whether they're going to property, whether they're going to pension. So uh, it, you know, I was very enthusiastic going in. I'm not enthusiastic to go into doing the master's, but I'm enthusiastic to find out, is there an answer
0: to this uh, question? Okay, and it, it, it certainly sounds like a, a question that many people ask themselves. Oh, yeah. um, so, so what were the key findings with your research? Um, totally opposite to what I thought I was going to find out. Um, I think
1: it, it's a general um, a general I feel from other students. You know, we've gone down this route with a very preconceived idea of what the issues are. And I've been totally blown away, and I was totally blown away when you know I, I seemed to establish a number of key reasons. Now, the, the main thing that grew out from the research is there's a it's a wide scale lack of understanding of the of the whole pensions environment, um, which I I thought had improved over the years, but the people I interviewed, the um, other dissertations I looked at, the research that's gone on. People don't understand the state pension. Um, I, I think I'm pretty well, and I yeah, I know I know pretty well. But again, you don't. It's the detail. So you you start from a place where people have got a bit of mistrust of the state pension, um, and governments over the years have made pension legislation. I know the word simplification has been used, but I don't think we're there yet. So that, that was one of the key findings. The other thing was trust. Now, uh, I think trust comes from two um, sides. One is a total lack of trust in the government in providing for retirement. Um, this is the research has done. And it's not just the UK. So you're talking the United States, Europe. There's a fundamental distrust of the government and the government providing for your retirement. Um, Unfortunately, uh, having been a financial advisor and in the the financial advisor a lack of trust in the advisor. And what what I could see was this has come over a long period of time, stemming from endowment with selling, pension with selling, which I still think uh, as an industry we're trying to shake off. So... Trust is a massive part of you know, gaining, you know, getting somebody to understand what you're trying to say to them. Trust them what you're saying. The, the big one, though, is, is the biggest surprise to me. It, is is own biases towards the way they're influenced by the environment around them. And, and what I mean is the press. Uh, if you look at some of the press articles, you've got people in the government saying, you know, pensions are totally useless, property is king. Now, if you've got that message coming across to you, you're obviously going to influence uh, people going forward. But your family, um, you know, we've all, we, UK is known for a place where, you know, you, you need to own your home. So people feel comfortable with property as an investment. And you've got your friends, you could be buying property, but not naturally understanding why they're doing that. So there was a, the client bias approach is massive. And I could talk for the rest of this uh, 2D bit on this subject, but it, it's huge. Um, th- then we come on to financial services companies themselves. Uh, and we still write um, documentation too complicated. It's technical, people don't want technical. I love technical. I love spelling out my, you, you know, my my, my, you know, my words and tax-free cash and crystallise, crystallise. Unfortunately, people want to want to visualise what they're going to get, you know. So we've got to, as a industry, make things a, a lot lot clearer to them. Um, and financial advisor training, um, we are technically brilliant as a as a service, you know, we've got exams coming out of our years, you know, we all study hard, we all know our products really well. The problem is we're not taking enough time to understand the client, their beliefs, um, their biases, and really what makes them make that financial decision to go into property or to go into a pension. I think we've got to do a lot more individually, and I hold my hand up to, to before we start giving financial advice, is to understand the client. What's influencing them? What are their biases? And, and when we can do that, I think a lot more people will get a balanced view on whether to invest later retirement in property or into a pension. I think that's where we've got to get to, is give them um, information they can understand. So. You know, we've got to look at ways of training ourselves better. So
0: that's 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 really interesting. And um, so, my understanding of, of of the research you did is that part of the research uh, includes this uh, literature review, which which looks at theories uh, and and other research as well as your own. Um, so, what did you learn from the, the the theories and 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 the wider research that you undertook?
1: Um, i think the key the the
0: key the key point
1: is like we've we've just talked is it's looking um i have become very interested in behavioral finance um it's you know it's it's a big area quite a new area as well but it's it's looking at clients' values uh the cognitive beliefs um looking at decision making um and the key thing i think s g p have started the rule down this very much looking at, um, you know, and the key thing that was coming out from a lot um, of the, you know, the analysis that's out there is looking, making sure clients have got key goals. You know, and, and I'll talk about this a bit later after the client interviews, but, you know, if you haven't got a goal, then you will struggle to understand why you've got, a, a, you know, a pension or property. Um, and it's, and it's trying to help clients and you know stop making emotional errors because a lot of the time decisions on investments are made emotionally. Um, as you know, as for, you know, working in financial services, you know trying to help advisors, I think that's the key thing we've got to try and do is to stop a lot of emotional errors because I feel we've got a lot of people who invest in property and not understood the risks involved in that area. They feel it's a very safe option, and with, you know, on balance, you know, it's got a lot of risks as well. So, um, for me, you know, it's, you know, we've got to help clients make a fair, and try and get the emotion out of it, it's difficult, we all get emotional about things,
0: away from um, the
1: decisions they make
0: and um and just thinking about your um your research you uh you undertook interviews i believe yeah. um so so how did they go did they go to plan did you did did you discover things you weren't expecting and you, you've touched on a little bit of that already
1: yeah i think they went to plan as in people turned up on time <laughs> um and i had a, a set of questions. Uh, then it, it seemed to be, it all, it went, I think I learned a lot more from the interviews than I did from a lot of the research because, um, you know, a couple of clients where I'd always imagine people went into property for retirement for their own benefit had, had solely set and um, bought property for the welfare of others. And um, it, it, it totally set me aback slightly. So once a client had bought a property, well, she's now bought three or four properties to help young families have somewhere to live because you could see in the local area. And that totally threw me. Because I always think, you know, you enter the property, get the rental income, get the ground, And it was totally not in a psyche at all. It was, I'm doing this to help. People I could see in my local village you know, and that totally took, it, took me sideways and I didn't expect that. So, and it's, it's all about keeping your mind open. Um, you, you know, I mean, the key thing is what came across is financial education. Um, people don't understand pensions very well. Um, I think, uh, you know, we as an industry uh, really attack people from the tax perspective. And, um, I, you know, generally, they've got a good understanding of it. It's where we've failed, in a way, is, is we, we don't actually help them to visualize what a pension is. They can see a house. They can wrap their hands around the house. They can't do that with a pension, unless you think an a 4 folder is something they, they're going to cuddle and enjoy. It's not. So we have got to help them visualize how a pension is going to help them in the future. Um, and the, the thing that really I you know I still struggle with now, how people I would say, apart from two interview people I interviewed, felt that property was a was a was safe and it was a much lower risk than a pension. So you know and it again goes back to not having that. Balanced viewpoint because obviously, with the property, you could have rental, uh, void, repairs, and we, we're in a the, the tax relief has fallen away. So, you know, it's it, 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 I think it was totally I've got a much better understanding myself personally of how the financial services and, and that's as financial advisors have got to talk to clients and how we've got to approach them before we start. Given advice,
0: and um, so just thinking. So you, you did your interviews, you collated this loads of data, yeah. loads of information. You started sort of collating, um, collating that information. Um, so what what became your sort of conclusions to to the research based upon the the data you've been collecting?
1: Um, I think when we looked at it all. One of the key things that come, which I was talking about earlier. Apart from two clients, none of them had a plan. So when I said to them, well, right, you've got this income going, so when you get to into your 80s, what, what, what's going to happen with the property? Are you passing it to your children? Um, do you, does it stay till you die? Uh, do you understand the IHT implications of the, well, yeah, well, you don't. And apart from two very switched on people I interviewed, No one had a plan. They didn't know what they were going to do in the future with that property. They haven't thought about it. Um, So, you know, it it, it was a difficult one for me. And I did, in a way, stand back and not give any advice. So, and the key thing they're lacking is holistic financial planning. They had, you know, it's not there. And The other side of it is they were taking advice on their mortgages on the properties and nothing else. So they'd seen a pension, apart from two, they'd seen a pension advisor once, and they said never again, because they were talking too much in a technical way. But the interesting thing is they were, the mortgage advisor was the best person in the world. So until they can, so, what that meant is they had more, the, the mortgage advisor would go in and give mortgage advice, nothing else. So, they didn't have a plan, they didn't have a goal. It, it wasn't, they didn't receive holistic advice. So, it, it's it's something where, you know, the advisor who, who's there with them should be trying to help them far better. So, um, and I think it's lack of pension simplicity as in a way, Force yeah you know, not force these people it got these people well how can they diversify away from pension the what's there none of them thought of an ISA again yeah you know, so it was very much property and again the lack of planning came in. they didn't plan where the property was going to be um, what, are they going to have a two bedroom are they going to have a three bedroom y- you know um, what potential rental yield they? so again you know it it there was a the, the planning, the goals, we're missing from it. So those are some of the key things that, that came out for me.
0: That's, that's brilliant. Um, and so just thinking, um, I'm sitting here, and, and I'm pretty certain you would have inspired um, other people to go on this journey of, uh, of a master's and, um, and and doing a dissertation. So uh, with your experience, what tips um, would you give them? some maybe sort of three three key tips for, no. for future students.
1: Um, the, the key one for me, choose a subject you're interested in or you're passionate about. Um, you know, for, for me, it's always been something where I thought I had the answer and I couldn't. And I think what the master's degree has leading me to is dig as deep as I possibly could. And I pulled out information. You know, You've, you've got to think about, am I interested in it? You know, uh, that will help you complete the course. If you haven't, you're going to struggle. Um, the, the, the big thing is planning. You've got to set down. Um, when somebody said to me, "It's going to, you, you know, you've got to do uh, 15,000 words, you know, some people, it doesn't sound a lot, but it's a lot of hard background. So you've got to plan. Your time extremely well. You've got to have days out where you sorely be doing your dissertation. Uh, you know, it, it's you know, it, if you don't, then you, you will struggle, um, as I've seen before. And the final one is use the supervisor you've got. Once you start your course, book the meetings in with them, because if you don't, they're very busy people, and, and as you book. The meetings in at the start, you're going to struggle. So for me, and more help, they are a massive help, you know. And they, you know, you can ask them all the questions under the sun. They'll come back with a pie, and I would not have finished the course without my supervisor. So at the start, plan your monthly meetings with them in advance, to help you as well, because you can then plan all the questions you want to ask within the forty-five minutes and hour
0: you've got. So. Those are the key things for me, Eddie. Brilliant. I'm sure that all of them will help future students. Thank you so much for your time uh, today, Paul, and and sharing your your insights with us. Really appreciate it. It's been great to catch up as always. Thank you. Thank you, Eddie. The content of this recording is strictly for general consideration only. No action must be taken or refrained from based on the content alone. Professional advice must always be sought. Accordingly, neither Technical Connection Limited nor any of its officers, employees or contractors can take responsibility for any loss occasioned because of such action or inaction.